हेलो 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 हाय कैन यू हियर मी सो वी हैव टू डू द इंट्रो या You're listening to Serendipity. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Serendipity. You're listening to Serendipity. Yep. You're listening to Serendipity. Yes. So. And you're in a closet. I'm in a closet. And I'm. You're not. <laughs> yes. So. Shoot. Yep. So we are playing for you uh, the second batch of our very, very short, short stories winners who are a lovely lot, uh, who are amazing, and who the final winner, you can find out on our website, thesarahawards.com, and you'll be able to listen to the final winner on The Organist. Thanks to The Organist podcast for judging. But now we wanted to make sure that we featured... All the finalists. All the finalists. And these are our final five finalists. How's that for alliteration? Our final five finalists. So let's go. All right. Who are you? My name is Benjamin Frisch. What did you make? Oh, I made a, a short, short story. Uh, it's called Hey Mark. Do you miss voicemail? I kind of miss, like, having a machine and a tape that you go to and, like, having a surprise thing that like when we would come back from long trips when we were kids and we'd listen to all like the voicemail messages the, the sort of ritual of that sort of analog device i i have a little a strange little bit of fuzzy nostalgia for but the actual delivery of messages in that way not really i mean text messages do the same thing but you can just read them i'm team voicemail i think i don't i don't think i need to we need to choose sides Oh, come on. Um, That's so windy. Well, 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 what are the teams? A team voicemail or team text? Yeah, yes. God, I just, from my own, like, day-to-day use, um, I have to be team text, I think. I'm spiritually on team voicemail. Okay. You have reached the voicemail box of Mark Simpson. Please leave a message after the beep. Hey Mark, uh, sorry I'm running late. Uh, the G train was running really slow and I'm still a few minutes away. Uh, sorry again, and I'm looking forward to meeting. Hey Mark, uh, just wondering if you want to come over. Uh, I read it's the hottest summer on record and I just got a new AC unit. So uh, just imagine you could be here hanging out with me in the lap of luxury. Uh, anyway, good luck on your critique. Bye. Hey Mark, I think you left some papers at my place today. It looks pretty important. A draft. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, I'll be around most of the day if you need to run back and pick it up. Just let me know. Okay, bye. Hey, Mark, uh, you know what? I'll just run it over to you. It says that it's due today. Hey, Mark, I'm at the airport. Good luck with your interview. See you soon. Hey, Mark, I'm here. Um, your mom's in pretty good spirits. Uh, I'm on the porch right now. There's so much fucking corn here. Listen, can you hear that? It's fucking cicadas. I don't know how you got any sleep as a kid. Anyway, I'll borrow her car and come pick you up at the airport tomorrow. See you then. No, you fucking call your mom and tell her you missed the flight. 
My mom used to say, you do one thing for a person and he thinks he owes you. Do everything for a person and he thinks you owe him. And by the way, not all of us have moms to call. You don't even think about what other people are feeling. Jesus Christ. Hey Mark, uh, the Johnsons asked us to grab their mail this week while they're gone. Could you take care of it? Thanks. Hey Mark, um, do you want to tell me why you didn't come home last night? You know, I, I don't even mind you sleeping with other people. It's fine. I just, I just want to know, okay? I just want to know. Hey, Mark, um, your stuff's by the door. Uh, you can just leave the keys on the table, I guess. Uh, I guess I'll probably be back around five. Um, if you want to do it before, I, I don't know. Hey, Mark, um, I heard about your mom. I'm sorry. Uh, I hope that you and Dan are doing okay. Um, give me a call if you want to talk about it. I mean... Hey, Mark. Um, I just wanted to say I picked up your book. Uh, it's it's really good. Um, that's all. Um, bye. Hey, Mark. Um, I just wanted to call and say hi. I, I don't mean to... I mean... Fuck. You know, don't... Don't call me back. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I just wanted... Sorry. Bye. What happens now after Haymark? I don't know. What do you think happens now? <laughs> I presume that... I presume that you've done your homework and talked to the person who created the next piece. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did. Yeah. Yes, his name is Ramon Taylor... And his piece is called... Louis Was Murdered. Okay, so... Can you give me your shortest, shortest description of the piece? Sure. Um, Okay, so very short description. Uh, We have two very unusual roommates who do not get along. They're older gentlemen. And uh, and we think that one of those two roommates' natural death maybe wasn't so natural. And there's a third character uh, that's a feline involved, and we think that might have something to do with it. So, do you have any roommates now? No, I, I've had roommates of every sort before. I've never had an elderly roommate or um, someone that was particularly older than me, but I've always thought that it would be interesting to have someone like that. Uh, so this was kind of my interpretation of, yeah, maybe if I had that roommate, maybe it would be like this. Poor Louis. Bless his sad soul. Everyone says he went peacefully in his sleep. I don't buy it. He never slept. And he sure as hell wasn't peaceful. Nah. Louis was murdered. My guess? Under the wrath of his own duvet. You try living with Daryl. Karma's a bitch. Just like Louis was. No remorse. None. Did he deserve to die? I don't know. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Louie and Daryl used to fight over this cat named Roger. Louie had awful allergies. 
But do you think Daryl cared? Who wants more steak? One December evening, when the two were both at home, Louis stoking the fire, Daryl warming milk on the stove, ready for bed, Roger somehow escaped. But Daryl had a different theory. Piece of shit put Roger out to freeze. What kind of an asshat does that? Boy, was I angry. Good thing we don't have to worry about him anymore. Huh, sweetheart? Once Louie was gone for good, Roger must have told all the other neighborhood cats because the animals kept arriving. A cause for celebration. Beef, it's what's for dinner. And still, the man walks free. Who's my little Raji? Yes, yes. All right, so now we're going to do something that we've never done before. I, I hope we have some Dutch listeners yes. in the world. And if you are, send us a postcard. Oh my God. All right. You will be greatly rewarded because now we have a piece especially for you. Yes, because it is in Dutch. This is our first piece where we're featuring a piece not in English, although the title is in English. It's called The Return of Bambi, and it's by uh, Vederik de Bakker, which I think I said that correctly. I know when I talked to him, it took me a while to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you say it? What is it? Vederik de Bakker? Yeah, it, my, my, uh, it's Vederik. Uh, that's how... Vederik? Yeah, Wederik. It's a strange name. It's the name of a plant, actually. So. <laughs> Did I do it right? Wederik? That was great. Well, where are you from? Yeah, I'm from Brussels. I, 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 uh, I live in Brussels. Yeah. Well, I feel like that. Then we're done. No. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> so what's the name of the piece that you made? Uh, the name of the piece is uh, The Return of Bambi. So you did your piece in, is it in Dutch? It's in Dutch, yeah. Okay, so tell us kind of what's happening. What's happening? Uh, well, like uh, a vet gets a call in the middle of the night by a man who is, uh, who is lost somewhere in the, in the forest uh, with his family, uh, his wife and his daughter. Uh, and, and the moment you enter the story, it's like a, a kind of um, mayhem. <laughs> So, have you ever hit an animal with a car before? No. No. Do you know anybody who has? Who has? No. Once I, I drove, I, I didn't have my uh, driving license that long, and I, I was driving, and I, I thought I hit an animal, so I stopped, uh-huh. and I went looking for it, but it was a, a branch, so... So <laughs> that was okay. Yeah. I thought I, I hit a squirrel or <laughs> some <laughs> some <laughs> extinct animal that <laughs> no one knows, but it it was quite okay. Well, I I think I'm glad that you don't really drive all that much. Is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay for me to say? That's okay. I understand. All right. Well, thanks a lot for um for making this story. Uh yeah, I I I love to do it. Right. Well, we're going to yeah. play it now. So. Okay. Ja, hallo. Hallo. Dit nachts Klaas. Hallo. Wat kan ik voor u doen? Eh, goedemorgen. Ik spreek hier met Trevelyman. Eh, ja. Goedemorgen. 
sorry voor het storen, maar het is, het is een noodgeval. Ja, uh, wat is er gebeurd? Ja, sorry, wacht, wacht even. Zorg je nu een keer voor dat je liefst Dan moet ik daar nu aan toe. Ja, ik versta je moeilijk. Zeg, wat kan ik het nu doen voor u? Ja, sorry, we zijn, uh, we zijn van achtertrokken met de auto uh, op verlof. Mm-hmm. Uh, en er was al vuur op na zes en ik ben een binnenweg beginnen volgen. Mm-hmm. En nu zitten we ergens midden in het bos, ergens voorbij Besançon. Wow. Maar hoeveel zijn jullie daar? Dit zijn niet met drie. Mijn vrouw, mijn dochter en ik. Oké, okay, blijf kalm. En wat is er precies gebeurd? Ja, het was heel hard aan het trainen. Ik kon de weg niet zien. En plots sprong er een hert en een jong voor mijn wiel. Heb dat hert geraakt? Ja, de moeder kon ik die niet ontwijken met die regen. Maar dat groen gezicht is dat niet. En leeft het nog? Die, die moeder ligt nog op de weg en de auto is per totaal. Ja. En dat jongen is weggelopen, het groen in. Hij is zeker zijn vader gaan halen, hè? Ja, maar Pijs dat dat zijn vader gaan halen is, ik heb Bambi ook gezien, hè. Ja, drie. Dat hij gaat vraag willen pakken, hè. Stap eens uit de auto en ga ik gaan kijken naar die moeder. Ja, hoor. Waar ga jij naartoe? Oh, dat is verschrikkelijk. Drie. Ik heb die vermoord. Die vraag van die vader, dat is gerechtigheid. Drie. Ik heb verdiend. Goed, luister goed, iedereen. Kijk een keer of naar Adem. Ja, rustig, ik versta dat, maar niet te veel naar kijken, ademt het nog. Ja, ik denk het wel, maar haar regenwanden liggen er al uit. Drie, kom, kom, kom. Ja, Allee, rustig. Nee, dat komt niet goed gezet. Wat heb je allemaal in uw auto liggen? Oeh, wat bedoelde je? Heb je iets zwaars, iets groots, zo, ja, iets stomps, een stok of uh, een kriek, heb je een kriek? Een kriek? Waarom? Luister goed, we gaan dat dier niet langer laten lijden. Je moet in dit geval kiezen voor de korte pijn. Al doen kriek uit de auto. Goed, zij je terug bij het hert? Ja. Het is belangrijk dat je er meteen goed raakt. Dus op de zijkant, boven de ogen. Ik ben bij u. We gaan er ons samen doorheen slaan. Zullen we samen aftellen? Ja. Drie, twee, één. Your mother can't be with you anymore. Come, my son. Are you Catholic? Well, uh, lapsed Catholic, I guess is what I would say. Like, I went to Catholic school. Like, I was born Catholic, baptized Catholic, raised Catholic, went to Catholic school for 12 years or something like that. But um, do you know who my patron saint is? Um, uh, Hillary Clinton. My patron saint, who is the saint of my birthday, October 28th, is Saint uh, Jude. And Saint Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. <laughs> um, and this piece, it's called Saint Augustina by Kevin Tidmarsh. Can you tell me why you decided to name it what you did? So um, I wanted it to play into the uh, Catholic notion of, you know, St. Augustine. Um, And the drag queen's name was Augustina, which was definitely inspired by that. 
So I just wanted to make that connection a little bit more direct. And I don't think in five minutes I could get into Catholic theology or anything like that. But <laughs> suffice it to say, that's what it was inspired by. All right. Well, let's give it a listen. So this is audio diary number three. And today I'm going to be telling you about the last time that I cried. It was St. Patrick's Day, and I was in Ronnie's, which is the gay bar in town, which meant that everyone there was wearing green and wasted out of their minds. We had a lot of steam to blow off that night, like always, especially these days. So that night there was a drag queen performing by the name of Augustina LaRue. She came on stage wearing this flawless green sequin dress. She looked amazing, I'm telling you. I love you all. Thank you for coming out tonight. So before we get tonight started, I have to break some news. Yeah, yeah, take the music down. It sucks and I wish I didn't have to, but it's better that you hear it from me. The man who killed six of our brothers and sisters at Cherish Nightclub last year, I won't dignify him by saying his name, but he just killed himself in jail tonight. And the news is saying that he left a suicide note where he said he was gay and closeted. You know, it's a strange kind of justice. I remember the day I heard about the shooting. I wanted nothing more than to see that fucker dead. But now I'm not so sure. I can't believe this. I just want to say, anyone out there who doesn't think they have a place in this world, who feels alone, who has a hard time making it through each day, this drag queen loves you. I love you. Please remember that. And come find me after the show if you don't believe me. Well, uh, that's what I think she said. Honestly, as soon as she said the shooter was gay and that he committed suicide, I couldn't get my head together. I couldn't think with all these people around. I mean, there's just too many queer people out there committing suicide. And this man was an undeniable monster who wreaked havoc on our community, but he's part of the suicide statistic too if he's gay. The same statistic I could... <laughs> yeah, so I needed some time alone. I, I told my friends I was going out for a smoke. I just walked the streets in my green-ass suit jacket and cried and cried and processed everything. Anyway, after a while, my, my friends, God bless them, texted me to make sure I was okay. Uh, I told them I was. I spoke it into being. They got me to come back to the bar, and I got there just in time to see Augustina close out her set, singing a cover of I Will Always Love You. And I didn't doubt for a second who she was singing it to. You know, it's interesting. I was recently talking with um, a friend of mine who, after the Trump election, was saying that he immediately like wanted to go to drag shows to kind of deal with his emotion um, that he was feeling after the election. Because he was saying for him, dra going to drag shows felt like going to church. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's exactly what I was going for. I was sort of putting the drag queen as, as like um, giving a sermon or giving a speech at the pulpit. That's that's exactly what I was going for. Um, because people people don't know that drag queens have always been at the forefront of p 
political change and, and social change. Um, so that w- so this was sort of just a way of of recentering that, I guess. Okay, our final piece. Oops, sorry, that sound Do was you meditate? <laughs> Hold on just a sec. You- I'm getting the sound of the coats in my closet. Oops, okay, there we go. What'd you say? So do you ever meditate? On the subway? Mm, well, I've never tried to meditate on the subway. That seems to me like a very lost cause. <laughs> Although, the person who created the next piece um, apparently does. Her name's Kelly Prime. Do you find yourself thinking about everybody around you when you're on the subway? Absolutely. In fact, New Jersey Transit, since there's fewer people, is the perfect place to eavesdrop and let strangers' conversations infiltrate your meditation zone. So what is the craziest conversation that you feel like you've overheard? Um, actually, like I, I overheard a conversation that I directly put into this piece. This woman, the first thing in the morning, I was literally trying to use a talk-based meditation app, and it was how I got the idea for this uh, because all I could hear was her yelling at her partner for having forgotten their child somewhere. Like, I don't know where the kid was, but like, you were supposed to pick him up. Where are you? I told you it was today. Like, what are we supposed to do about this? And we're about to go underground. Uh, and I hope the child was cared for eventually. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's listen to her piece. Listen to me. Yep. Welcome to your three-minute meditation app. In this practice, we'll look to our surroundings for answers. Listen carefully. You can begin sitting in a comfortable position. Take a moment to settle in. Feel the weight of your body on the floor or your chair, the earth pressing up to support you. Allow your mind and body to relax into a rhythm as the world falls away. You know you were supposed to pick her up after school. Yes, today. Why the fuck else would I be calling you right now? Oh my God, are you listening to me? Listen to me. Take a moment to become aware of the space around you in the room. Keep your gaze soft, a few feet in front of you. Let your lungs fill with cold, clean air. Bring your focus. That green looks real nice on you, baby. Let me see you smile. Just one smile. Smile, letting the corners of your mouth lift slightly. On your next out breath, gently close your eyes. Breathe in. Oh my god, is this breath reeks? And out. His lips are like two inches from my face. Focus on your breath. If your attention starts to stray, notice those thoughts and let them pass like clouds on a windy day. You know, it's a strange kind of justice. 
should even look at me. Gently bring your attention to the sounds that surround you. Are you listening to are me? Are you listening to me? This breath. His breath. His lips. Let me see you smile. Are you listening to me? Shouldn't even look at Listen to me. Take a moment to flutter open your eyes. One more breath. It's better that way. All right, that's it for our very, very short, short stories feature. Yay. Yeah. And so we wanted to thank everybody who submitted. And now we're hoping that everybody will submit to our big prize, the Sarah Awards, which is going on right now. And the deadline, you have time, but not a lot of time. I mean, you actually have time if you wanted to make something new because the deadline is January um, 27th. And you can find out all about it um, on our website at thesarahawards.com. And it'll be an amazing Mm. ceremony if you win. Uh, because we're going to have the guys from Welcome to Night Vale who are going to be hosting and performing. Mm-hmm. And there might be puppets. I'm really working hard on getting puppets there. Like, I really am. Perfect. And so this Serendipity is a podcast produced by me, Martin Johnson, and you. Anne Hepperman. And it is an initiative of Sarah Lawrence College. You're getting so good and at I this. Do. You're getting so I know. good. Listen to and you then go. it's something you do with KCRW. Yes. Right? We're also supported yeah. by KCRW's independent producer project. Um, yes. Yes. Oh, and we just wanted to say thank you to ACAST, uh, who is now hosting us. Yeah. yeah. And you want us to send postcards, right? Because we actually got yes. a postcard. Thank you, Alex Dubin. Okay. So be like Alex Dubin and send us postcards. And what what has Alex written? Has he written it? He did, but I don't want to read it. It could be private. It's very sweet. Uh, I'll read it to oh. you when we get off this podcast, which is right okay. now. <laughs>